0: To a West Side Lions podcast. This is your host Ben Miller here at Lions West Side on Twitter. With me is Austin Rudland. Austin, how are you today?
1: Hey, I'm doing great, Ben.
0: Good. We've Besides got a, the
1: cold weather, you know. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! Yeah, I know. We had like a nice week where we had like 60s and stuff like that, and now we're getting snow again. So, um, what better way to spend this? Awful weather time talking about <laughs> Detroit Lions um, So that's what we're going to do today We've had a quite the off-season um, these past few weeks here And we have not done an episode because there's just been so much going on That if we were to record any day, we know <laughs> we would be missing out on something um, It seems to have calmed down now so we can kind of go over what happened. Um, We're not even going to talk about like the most exciting, crazy stuff that went on in the NFL in this episode, because most of that happened outside of Detroit. Uh, Detroit, for the most part, has been pretty quiet with their free agency, but doing what has to get done, right? Um, I think that they're taking a smart approach to the way that they're building. They're bringing back players that, Played well for them, and then building through the draft, which, in my opinion, when you're rebuilding, that's the right way to do it. So um, let's go into – I'll do a quick uh, overview of what the Lions did this offseason, and we'll just kind of talk about it. So um, the big one to start with was uh, we re-signed Tracy Walker. That was a huge one that we all wanted to see happen. We assumed it was going to happen, but we got pen to paper there. We re-signed Josh Reynolds, which is good. I think that really shored up like our wide receiver three spot uh, re-signed Evan Brown, which I think is a very underrated uh, signing to have that backup center spot now locked in. There was a chance that he probably could have started on another team if if he wanted to go test the market, um, but I'm glad to have him back. And I would say now that offensive line is pretty much just set in in, in all the starters and backups. Um, we re-signed Alex Anzalone, we re-signed Jason, uh, Jason Cabinda, um, a move that was a little bit surprising to some, uh, I would say most, uh, we re-signed both of our backup QBs, Tim Boyle and David Blau. Um, it was a little bit, uh, a lot of people were confused about David Blau, I wasn't as much, and, and we'll get into it in a second, but... Um, Re-signing both of them was a, was awfully surprising. Uh, some other things that happened this offseason so far, Trey Flowers has been released, another pretty expected move um, that was going to free up a lot of cap space for us that was kind of needed. And and he you know hasn't really produced to the contract he was given. He's a great guy and everything. I think he got trashed on Twitter, which is very upsetting. Um, but he really is a great guy, and, and he just... He just wasn't living up to the expected pay. Um, another surprising one is Jalen reeves Uh Actually went and signed with the Steelers. Um, that was a guy I expected that the Lions would bring back rather quickly. It seemed like he was really uh, kind of set to be on our team this next year, but that did not happen. Uh, and then the I would say maybe the biggest news feed – Apart from free agency for the Lions, uh, we went and signed DJ Chark to a one-year deal. Uh, basically, it's one year, 10 mil guaranteed, and it's kind of a it's a nice contract where if he plays well, Lions can re-sign him and extend the contract. Um, and then if he doesn't, it's just one year. Boom, you're done. The 10 million is not. Going to really carry much into the next couple years. It does a little bit with the way that they uh, wrote wrote the um, contract for him because there's two void years on that. So we will actually be taking his contract on for the next two years after he's gone, even if he is gone. But it really, um, it's not that big of a hit. So I like it. Um, There's obviously concerns with Shark, with his injury and everything that he's coming off of. But I think that this is a great, pick to kind of shore up the wide receiver one uh, for our team. If he can meet, you know, his 2019 season, it's going to be really good, really, really great for this team. Uh, a couple other ones that have been a little bit less uh, flashy. We picked up linebacker, Chris board from the Ravens. He was kind of like their Jalen Reeves may have been special teams. He played really well and he could come in and, and have some decent plays. Uh, we also picked up Mike Hughes, corner from Chiefs. This one I'm going to I'm gonna talk about a little bit more in a bit because um, I think this one has more potential than what people think. Uh, and then the one most recent and it's a familiar face here with Detroit is our good old friend Jared Davis is back. Linebacker uh, who used to play on the Lions. He was our first round pick and last year he played with the Jets. He is now back. He has re-signed with the Lions and um, and now he's gonna be a linebacker for us. So this that's kind of everything that happened. Just a quick run through. Austin, is there one of these moves that maybe surprised you the most?
1: Um gosh, I mean, honestly, I think the the Jared Davis signing, um, that one kind of hit me out of nowhere. Um I saw the Ian Rappaport tweet about it and I was like wow, really? They're bringing him back? Um, I mean, I don't know. I was just kind of scratching my head trying to think about why they would bring him back, but they must so, have yeah. seen something in him.
0: Well, if you remember when Dan Campbell first got hired and they asked about Jared Davis because he was a free agent, he talked about how much he liked Jared Davis. And, you know, that's a guy that when he's on the defense, you got to know where he's at. Uh, type of a thing, and the linebackers that they're kind of needing right now actually fits what Jared Davis did, kind of the downhill, straight at the quarterback kind of a linebacker. So maybe if they can get a little extra out of him, they might fit. He might fit exactly what we need. Um, but yeah, it caught me off guard for sure to see yeah. Jared
1: Davis come yeah. back. I mean, if they they play him and the right scenario the right packages i think he could play very well he struggles with coverage and that's that's what killed him when he was first with us right um so but i mean if they strictly have him going after the quarterback um i mean honestly i think he could do a really good job with that but dropping into coverage i think he'll struggle
0: yeah i agree Another fun fact, Jared Davis and Alex Anzalone used to be college teammates. They played together in linebackers down in Florida. They, uh, and so Alex Anzalone is, is enjoying having him back. He, uh, he posted on Twitter something about, a uh, it's a Florida reunion now or something. So that was kind of cool to see. I think that might be fun for them to, you know, have their college buddies back again. And hopefully, hopefully the chemistry's there and, um, Maybe it'll increase both their plays. Um, I want to talk quick about Mike Hughes. Have you, did have you read much about Mike Hughes? Have you heard the name Mike Hughes? Cause when I heard it, I didn't really know who it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've read, you know, a couple things, but when they first signed him, I had, I had no idea who he was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went and I did some research on this guy now and I, he had a, I forgot who he played with before the Chiefs, but they played him like the inside in the slot corner and he struggled mightily. But then he went to the Chiefs and he played outside corner and he was like a top 15 quarter, uh, cornerback in PFF rankings. That I think this is the guy who's going to start for us in, at the beginning of the season. I think it's going to be Amani or Warrior and Mike Hughes, right? Because he's kind of a veteran presence. He's got a couple of years under his belt. He's still young, though. He's only like 20-something. And we can't really count on Okuda to be back right away. Jerry Jacobs is still – is probably not going to be ready beginning of the year. Are we going to trust for Fitu Melifanmu right out the gate? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is a great signing to really – I I think he's going to be our starting cornerback uh, opposite of Amani. And then even if Jeff Okuda's back, it gives us a great guy to have in rotation where needed. Um, I think this was a very underrated signing by Brad Holmes that – I mean, we got him for rather cheap as well. So
1: Yeah, one year, $3.5 million, So Yeah. I,
0: I mean, that's a steal. Plus, he's now with uh, Aaron Glenn and Aubrey Pleasant, who, as we've seen, can get the most out of these cornerbacks. I think this is going to be a great, great pick. He's very physical. I love the way he, he's physical in these games. I went and watched his game film. He is a very, very physical, um, you know, downhill tackler. He's going to, um, I think he's going to play very well for our team, and and I think he, I think he's going to compete right away for a starting job. Um, it's all going to depend on Okuda's injuries and and what they're looking like through training camp. But I would not say that. I would probably say as of right now, he's probably corner one or two even. Um,
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Are you... So I'm sure you're not surprised with the Trey Flowers release. Um, Mm -mm. Do you feel... Do you feel like it um, absolutely had to happen? Or was that one of the things like, yeah, I think it could happen, but I don't... You know, it could go either way.
1: No, I was totally in the mindset of, you know, this needs to happen, yeah, and you know i we've talked about it before about you know just being able to save that ten ten million um, you know was huge for us, and you know the signings that we were able to make, um, I'm sure there's more that we're going to make, um, plus being able to have some in reserve for during the season because you never know what's going to happen. so yeah, it was it needed to happen, yeah unfortunately, so. but
0: I think so, too. I think, really, and what's very upsetting about it is I think he really could have been up, like, I think he could have produced up to the cap or the, uh, you know, the money that we were paying him. I think he could have gotten there if it weren't he was always getting injured and he was put in the correct scheme right away. You know what I mean? Like, it's just he was just not in the right you know spot anymore He It just wasn't correct fit anymore And it just had to happen So I agree um, Let's talk about the quarterbacks How did you feel Here and, and they both got Resigned like same day So what did you think with uh, The quarterbacks
1: um, So my mindset This year And I've talked about it before Is that we don't need to draft quarterback this year. Um, you know, we'll stick with Jared Goff for this year, and then maybe draft somebody next year. So, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, I was, you know, I was a little surprised that they re-signed both of them. Um, I I definitely I like David Blau more than I do Tim Boyle. Um, but I mean, honestly, both of them were you know, pretty bad last year when they did come in. Yeah. Um, well, here's and the I, thing.
0: David Blau never came in. Like, he had opportunities that he could have been put in as QB1 where, you know, Tim Boyle and Jared Goff were both kind of struggling, but they instead decided to keep Tim Boyle, even when he's hurt, doing whatever. They did not ever give, like, David Blau starting reps in practice or anything. No. So. That's what's really I mean, it's kind of confusing and it's not because here's the thing with David Blau. He was a restricted free agent when you're a restricted free agent. This is what that means. You're either signing with our team again or you're not playing football this next year. That's what restricted free agent is. So. I mean, I I guess it's understandable that, you know, that we re-signed him, but. I mean, not even looking at the draft. there's so many better backup quarterbacks than we could have gotten in like free agency for probably like nothing. I don't mm-hmm. really know, I and I know that Tim Boyle had his first starts last year. it that's a valid point. He could possibly get better. It just really, from what I saw, I was not on the bandwagon for believing that he had much more to show. Um. And I think we could have easily gotten a better backup. I mean, heck, we could we could flip and have Baker Mayfield as like a backup at this point. Um, and I just don't think we needed both Tim Boyle and David Blau back. And and that's not even me thinking that we might take a quarterback in the draft, which is possible. And at that point, like I said, David Blau's contract is it was a restricted free agent, so it's very very small. And it's basically nothing to uh, just release David Blau uh, after draft if that's needed. But I'm just yeah, I just don't get signing them back, signing them both back at least because nobody else would have picked him up. Right. There's no other team that would have picked him up before or or even probably after the draft.
1: Maybe slight chance. I I don't know.
0: It's odd to me for sure. But I don't know. That one really kind of threw me. Um, was there any other that really surprised you?
1: Um, trying to look through right now. I was okay with the Khalif Raymond re signing. Um, I've seen some things online of articles that people don't like that re-signing.
0: Yeah, Uh, kind of like the same thing that I had said, like, we're re-signing the guys that played well, right? Like, in a sucky year, you bring back the guys that played well, and you let the guys that didn't, like the guys that are still free agents, Nick Williams and so on, that did not play well, you let them go, and you just continue to get the good guys that did play back, and he's going to do, you know, he he's your wide receiver for he's kick return whatever I mean yeah he's not gonna and he's not getting paid like a top guy you know we're he's we're basically filling oh, in our
1: two our year depth. five million
0: yeah yeah we're filling so. in our depth that's really all it is so you know I'm not too worried about that most of this is is depth stuff and. Like I said, we're going to build the team through the draft, which is Brad Holmes' strong point. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it why why not do that? So I like that. Um, let's talk about DJ Chark. Do you have any – were you more, um, you know, more for – because there's a couple guys that Lions were set to um, possibly be in on. Uh, DJ Chark was one of them. Alan Robinson was another. Allen Robinson's contract was actually not much more than DJ Chark on a year to year basis and it was actually longer amount of years. Um and he signed with the Rams. Was you know, was DJ Chark your a wide receiver that you wanted?
1: Um, you know, I had briefly talked about him um in our in our group chat. I just kind of threw his name out there in one of our texts. Um I I'm totally on board with Chark. Um, you know, I thought he played really well his, you know, his rookie year, sophomore year. And then, you know, unfortunately last year he was hurt. Um, I mean, for the contract that we gave him, you know, just a $10 million prove it deal. Um, I mean, if, if it goes bad, then it goes bad. But, I mean, in my eyes, it's all upside. Um, so
0: it also uh, kind uh, yeah. of it also kind of sets us up that we can like draft some guy to be his successor you know like after this year. yeah definitely yeah i think he has all the tools i, I really think he does he's super quick um he's super you know he's the exact type of wide receiver that we needed the tall guy who can play big the only issue is and and former Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer said that's one thing uh, that he actually struggled with was just playing big. Um, And that's something that I know he's been working on and everything like that. So I think if we can really get him at like his 2019 season, which he went to the pro bowl and everything, I really think that he could be quite a strong force for the lions um, at the wide receiver one position. Definitely. Maybe this year, maybe more if if we decide, you know, that he's worth it. But I still think like Brad's going to take at least one or two wide receivers in in this draft and try to, you know, continue to build from the draft instead of um, big contract guys like like Chark.
1: Yeah, I, I would be very surprised if we don't draft at least one wide receiver this year.
0: Yeah, I think, though, with the signing of DJ Chark, our wide receiver's not as big of a need anymore as it was. Like no, I
1: could see, like, third round, fourth round, they get somebody. Exact,
0: yeah, exactly. I don't think it has to be anymore one of our top three picks, or top four even, because you know how Brad does with getting wide receivers in late rounds, and we have Amon-Ra, we have josh reynolds now and we have dj Chark. so we've got our starting wide receivers rather set and i'm not super worried about that at all so i would be okay with more of like a a guy that's going to take a little bit of grooming and getting ready to start rather than you know a guy right away
1: so don't forget we have quintus cephas as well he'll be coming back from injury
0: Cephas and he's shown some good flashes as well yeah I don't think wide receiver is as big of a need at all anymore like if we had to do well let's do that actually let's real quick here let's go over what our needs are now what's what's need number
1: one for this team
0: what do you think it it would be
1: oh gosh um
0: I would think it's edge rusher still but
1: yeah, either edge or linebacker, I would say.
0: That's Yeah, linebacker, too. Um,
1: I just think I, that... I think I might put linebacker over edge. Are you? Okay. Okay, I'll put linebacker. It's just, I mean, but
0: then edge would have to be, too, because getting yeah. the pressure is so important. And I was just re-watching the Packers game, the, the our final game against the Packers this last year. I was just watching that one this morning. And Aaron Rodgers had, like five, six seconds to just stand back there all day um, and just picked us apart. It is so important to have people that can get to the quarterback and having a premier edge rusher. Like we have not had one since probably Ziggy Ansah. Um,
1: and he was and
0: he dealt with it. So in
1: inconsistent. Back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that this defense could is just. Craving edge rushers but again we also have had not had great linebackers in however many years which is i think perfect for this upcoming draft because i think we can get both of those um early on in this draft and and i'm excited to see that but yeah i think linebacker and then edge is our next one what's our uh, one after that i still think safety is a need. safety is probably three yeah, yeah because We do have Tracy Walker. Uh, Will Harris, I think, is going to be more towards like a down in the box slash slot corner guy. I think his role kind of changed at the end of last year, which means in our two high safety looks, we don't have another guy right now. So I still think safety is another big need for us. After safety, what are you thinking? Uh,
1: Probably wide receiver or tight end.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm trying to think of I mean, heck, I would go linebacker or edge again. Get another get another one, but <laughs> yeah, I think after that it's probably got to be like wide receiver. Um Yeah, I think that's I mean, putting it at, at the beginning of or probably middle of last year, I'm sure we would have said wide receiver was easily our top need. Yeah. And, and now we're putting it at four. I mean, that's a solid turnaround. So I'm I'm happy that Brad Holmes is doing that. And I'm sure we're going to get a wide receiver in the draft. I just think it doesn't have to be one of the top guys, you know, so. We'll see how it goes in the draft. I, I'm excited to see how it happens and whatnot. And we're going to talk uh, probably in another episode about, you know, what we're looking at with the draft. And, you know, all we're really going to start diving into draft stuff here coming up since we are almost at draft month. Um, and we're going to, you know, do some more uh, mock drafting. We're going to do... Um, We're going to talk about the NFC North in general because lots of stuff did happen in the NFC North that might have made it the worst division in the NFL now. Um, (laughs) We'll see. Uh, We got fun stuff to talk about from a Lions standpoint in the NFC North. Um, But that's all going to come probably next episode. But that, yeah, this is all of the... Basically everything that's going gone on so far in offseason, like you said, though, I'm sure there's going to be more stuff coming soon. It wouldn't surprise me again, since they're just filling depth uh, to that. They get, you know, another safety linebacker or whatever, just for depth purposes. But I think this is basically going to be all of the bigger signings um, that have happened so far. Um, was there anything else that I missed? Anything that you wanted to add in?
1: Um, I was just going to take a look real quick, just to curiously see who the biggest free agents are that are left.
0: Um, so far, I think the bigger ones are like, uh, Bobby Wagner, linebacker from Seattle. I'm going off of the ones that the lions would probably be interested in. Um, Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthew, safety from chiefs are still available. Odell Beckham Jr. is still available. Um, I would assume that's probably gonna be about the totality of what the Lions would even consider being interested in for because there's not really many big name line the thing is though, there are a lot of linebackers like the that do like the Jared Davis role that are available. But this draft is so heavy with with good linebackers that fit that kind of role. Yeah. Nobody nobody's going after them because they why pay that much for a linebacker when you can grab one third round of the NFL draft and and still have him be like an immediate starter. You know, which is like mm-hmm. why I said why it's such a good um why it's a good uh, year for us in the draft because the needs that we have they're deep at the edge class. While, you know, once you get past your top three edge rushers, which are the more elite ones in uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, and even Trayvon Walker has worked his way up into the top five pick range. Um, you know, besides those guys, there's still a very good class of edge rushers that could go, like, m- all the way down into mid-second round. So, um, you can get your needs, especially our needs, which are our top two needs, linebacker and edge, figured out pretty quick in this draft. So, I'm excited. I would love to get you know maybe a trade back scenario with a quarterback needy team like Seattle or something, and and get some extra picks and still get you know some of these great players. But we'll see. Yeah, that, we're talking too much draft already. That's not quite yet. We gotta <laughs> you we gotta know, hold off.
1: One person who still is available is uh. Jadavian Clowney.
0: I don't want to touch Jadavian Clowney with a 25 foot pole. That <laughs> 25 guy. 25
1: and a half foot pole.
0: Yeah. We'll, uh, <laughs> we can always grab the uh, Jadavian Clowney 2.0, as he calls himself, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, <laughs> which I don't know if you're any kind of NFL prospect, why you would liken yourself to a guy who is always injured and is never on the field. <laughs> Oh, man. I We're going to talk about Kayvon Thibodeau. He's going to be an episode coming up. We're going to do like a, one episode on each of our possible top prospects coming up for our first pick in the NFL draft. Uh, Kayvon's going to be one of them. He has had quite the offseason, uh, so we're going to get into that at some point. But, you know, until we do, you know, we're just going to hold off on that. But, as always... If you have not followed the podcast yet, make sure you're doing that. We are on our uh, anchor.fm site. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we are also on YouTube. We will be streaming uh, or uploading the video. If you'd like to watch us, you can do so. Make sure you leave us a review. Share us with your friends. Give us a rate. Uh, ask any questions you want. We'll uh, answer them here. And uh, But, yeah, until next time, go Lions.